everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I am completely obsessed with 613's Bohemian Hanukkah, and frankly, I'm not embarrassed a bit. The song is excellent, and it's fun to sing along to, especially when you're singing the words to Bohemian Rhapsody at the same time that they're singing the Hanukkah version. It is timed perfectly. Well done, guys. Well done. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. Happy Hanukkah to all. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison. And right before Nahum's Live Lunch, if you did not hear 613 this morning on JM and AIM, if you missed that, you can certainly go to our Facebook page. It was an unbelievable interview. If you're a person like me who truly enjoys classic rock and loves the work that they did here in combining their love of Hanukkah, their pride of Judaism, and their commitment to keeping the the music of that of that song, of that that anthem. Bohemian Rhapsody, keeping it to its its purest nature. You will certainly appreciate the conversation this morning. Um, Boker Tov to Yoni Pollock, who is a little bit hoarse and tired and yeah, no, it's okay. Hanukkah Listen, out already. By the uh, by, the live lunch, it'll uh, pick up a bit. Yeah, you have to wake up. Yeah, because it's a big day here at the live lunch. As many of you know, uh, we've been taunting Nahum, and I mean that. Of course, with love and respect, we have been excited—not Yoni and I—in in, in uh, the opportunity with the opportunity to present Nahum with his Hanukkah present because Yoni and I teamed up together, the first time ever we tag teamed <laughs> on the Hanukkah present An for Nahum. History. Exactly, yes. exactly. I have never teamed up with anybody on anything. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Especially not Hanukkah presents. Yeah. But um, yes, it will be a phenomenal presentation during hour number one. I think we're doing it during the first hour, think, and yeah, then was... Sufganiot review is during the second hour, right. if I'm not mistaken. So uh, yeah, the live lunch is going to be a lot of fun. It looks like Yoni brought in even more Sufganiot. Plus, we have other stuff. I mean. This is not a good idea to start a diet this week, but I did, so I'm trying to be decent. But um, if you checked out any of my pictures last night about what I made at home, and you saw the pictures of the Sufganiyot that we ate yesterday, you know that the dieting has not been going well. By the way, speaking of pictures on Facebook, a shout-out to Davida Steiglitz from Crazy Crayons. Again, that's C-R-Y-Z-Y, C-R-Y-O-N-Z. If you did not see the pictures I posted last night of my kids' crazy crayons gifts you really need to see them they're they're phenomenal she's extremely talented my kids of all ages from elementary school through college they all loved their gifts they came in multiple different sets there was one set that spelled out wallach there was one set if you have a a marvel fan in your in your home which i do um Get the Marvel set of crayons. It's it's a great gift, and they all had a good time, and I really appreciate that. Um, so, again, shout-out to Davida Steiglitz at Crazy Crayons. You should have received in the mail, or you will be see- receiving in the mail, our Hanukkah fundraiser mailing. Um, from our family to yours, folks, enjoy the custom-designed Corin NSN Hanukkah candle lighting guide, and please consider the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting when making your end-of-year contributions. We do rely on your support to continue our mission here. We appreciate any and all of your contributions. Please go to fjbunity.org. Make your secure online donation there or learn how to sponsor some of our programming, fjbunity.org. And again, thanks in advance for your support. Crinkle, crinkle, let's go to the fortune cookie. There isn't much excitement in terms of the national holidays today. The only one I will mention is that a it is National Pawnbrokers Day. Not exactly sure 
Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah. Yeah, I'm, I think we should just go with Hanukkah, though that's not what's mentioned on the list. Um, what is mentioned, which is also not mentioned on the list, is that the White House Hanukkah party was moved till tonight. Uh, it was supposed to be yes, earlier sir. in the week, but they waited until after the um, funeral. The funeral, yes, right. for um, for George Bush Senior, for President Bush Senior. And if you did not see the loving eulogy, I still need to check it out. I heard it was you, excellent. It was excellent. Yeah. It was really, it was, it was quite excellent. So you should certainly check that out as well. All right, fortune cookie. This is nice. Friendship is love with understanding. Mm. That is nice. We're gonna play these. All right. We're going to play these because I think they're worth playing this week, right? Yeah, you need a mic. That's what I hear. That's what you hear? 200 plus mil on both. That's enough. My, even my mother-in-law would say it's time to play. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and I am supremely excited to welcome my guest this morning. Mayor Mohammed Hamadudin is joined joins me this morning. I, I, I assume from some important meeting that he stepped out of because... He's got a crazy schedule, and I truly appreciate his making the time. This was a difficult interview to schedule because of the mayor's crazy, crazy life, which I'm sure as any political official, he can probably sympathize with those who have additional crazy schedules. So I truly appreciate him joining me. He is the mayor of Teaneck, New Jersey, or as I have referred to him here in the studio, as the mayor of the Jewish people. Um, he was elected as uh, Teaneck's first Muslim council member in 2008, he is currently in his fourth term as mayor. He was most recently elected after the untimely passing of um, mayor-elect Lizette Parker, who died very suddenly in office. He is the son of Indian immigrants. He was born in the Bronx. He moved to Teaneck, New Jersey in 1981 with his family. He attended Emerson Elementary School and Benjamin Franklin Middle School in the Teaneck Public School System before graduating and attending Rutgers University. He owns and operates the HW Title Agency in nearby Hackensack, New Jersey. Mayor Hamadidin is the first Muslim American to be elected mayor in Bergen County and one of a few Muslims to hold the office of mayor in the United States. His election sparked media attention to the diversity of Teaneck population, and he joins us this morning. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, and happy National Pawnbroker's uh, Day. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that on behalf of all pawnbrokers here in the United States. Um, I, I would have to say that not only did your um, election to the 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 uh, position of mayor or the office of mayor of Teaneck alert people to the diversity of Teaneck's population, but probably to the entire Jewish world as well as we have, you know, an untold bias that Teaneck is is predominantly Jewish, but your election to this uh, this highly coveted position is certainly speaking to more of a diverse background. Correct. I mean, Teaneck is a very diverse town. Uh, we have a very large Jewish population, uh, but we also have a very large African-American population, a significant Muslim population, and we have a very big emerging uh, Latino community uh, coming into Teaneck right now. Um, so it's, you know, I, I always say this is, is, is a beautiful place to live. It's a melting pot of, uh, uh, of understanding of people who have different backgrounds. Uh, we try to get to know one uh, and know one another. And so, uh, you know, no, I'm, I'm here. I didn't know if you had finished sure. your thought. I apologize. Um, uh, and so with that getting to know each other has this grown um, understanding developed. It has grown this, this understanding 
between the different backgrounds, the different niche communities that exist within Teaneck to build a more unified Teaneck? We're trying very hard. I mean, I think uh, it's always difficult, um, and there are always enemies to change. But I think for the most part, I mean, and, and it's also like a national conversation. Like in our politics, I think that there's always divisiveness. But when you go to the soccer field, when you're interacting on the street, um, when you're at the shopping mall, when you're at the hospital, you see people uh, really treat each other with respect and uh, really understand, and they're very happy to live in Teaneck. I think one of the things that I always laugh is, is like, you don't, when you're buying a house, you look at what kind of neighborhood you're getting, what kind of town you're getting, and where you're moving into. And I think people have a very big, uh, you know, a very clear understanding uh, when they purchase a house in Teaneck that they are uh, affirming that they want to grow up in a multicultural, pluralistic town that treats everyone equally. And uh, and in terms of that kind of, you know, uh continued work on unity and on coming together as a people um, and as a community. I, I, I personally just want to thank L.E.Y. Katz for helping make this interview happen. But also, I think that your close relationship to him, um, you, you know, that extends outside of the political sphere that really seems to me as an outsider to be something of a of a you know, a true brotherhood, so to speak, um, really speaks to that, not only that kind of unity, but also probably takes a number of people who who are just coming into that relationship or seeing that relationship for the first time, probably takes them aback a little bit to see that kind of, you know, oneness. You know, I can't, uh, it's funny, like me and Ellie, yeah, you said it the best. I mean, it's really, we're like brothers and it's, 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 I've learned so much from him uh, about how he cares about everybody. You know, he's not just for one community or what's politically expedient. Um, he always does what's right. Um, and he's so hardworking. It's very hard to keep up with him. Uh, when he was mayor, I was, you know, I was on the planning board when he was mayor. And he just worked so hard for Teaneck. And I think um, keeping up with him made me a better mer- a person as well as a, being a better mayor. Um, you know, our relationship, it's, you know, it's funny, as I tell people, you know, when he lives literally two blocks away from me, his shul is three blocks away from me. So in, you know, in his travels, he'll stop by on Saturday with his kids and he'll knock on the door and I'll open the door and my kids will be watching TV and they know to turn off the TV because Tony and Ari are here, you know, and it's a, it's, it's, I I wish I could describe it, how it, uh, you know, like how enriched our lives are by knowing each other, uh, but words does not do it justice. And we work very well together, and we work for the betterment of Teaneck and, you know, just trying to get things done and helping people and making their lives better. I mean, those are the simple things of public service. So are you a better Jewish mayor, or is he a better Jewish mayor? <laughs> I don't I, It's funny who, who you talk to. It's, and we always joke that, you know, he's more popular in the Muslim community than I am, and I'm more popular in the Jewish community than he is. And sometimes, you know, we always laugh like it's tough to be a prophet in your own land, right? Right. So it's, right. it's something that we just kind of, you know, it's 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 something that I think um, we strive to be the mayor, uh, you know, to be public servants for everyone. I think that uh, we, you know, nobody, they, everybody has our cell phone number. Everybody calls us. <laughs> so we're the first people that people complain to. And Ellie gets a lot more complaints because he's been on the council a lot more longer. And, you know, he has his tidbits that goes out to 20,000. Like, people reach out to him with 
such tasks, and he follows up on every single task. Wow. I mean, I know after I know how many I com, com, uh, you know constituent requests I get as a as a mayor, and he still surpasses me, and he follows through on every single one. And, and uh, it's a testament to you know the the type of public servant that he is. And I'm sure that you both can sympathize or or empathize, I guess, in this case, about balancing your religious backgrounds with your um, with your public commitment. I mean, there are always there are always stories that come out of the Senate and there are stories that come out of the House of um, of Jewish members of uh, you know elected officials who have had complicated situations, whether on Shabbos or whatever it is in terms of having to turn to a non-Jewish constituent and, and turning to them for help because balancing the religious background and the religious commitment, but still staying true to your position, often or not often, you know, just situationally come at odds with each other. So I'm sure that you both can can, can empathize in those positions. Yeah, I mean, there's very few times that I think that that kind of uh, comes up usually on Shabbos. I'm the I'm the guy who has to make sure that you know, like I'll visit his house and if I have to talk to him, <clears throat> it's something like very important. One example was uh, it comes to mind was like all of a sudden I rush to his house and I'm like, what are we doing? Uh, it's Shabbos and there's a hurricane coming, and you know, Ellie, I got to really send out this email so I need access to your TEDMIT so that I can tell everybody that this is happening, and then how are we going to send people to? Uh, synagogues to let them know that there was a hurricane coming, and it was like right, it was during uh, like the fall, so it was like that's like six o'clock, and I think that that was the one time that uh, we kind of had an emergency on Shabbos that we didn't know how to figure out what we were gonna, how we were gonna get the message out, and then it was a learning process. Like after that, we was like, okay, you know, let's put plans in place. Like if there's a weather event on Saturday, how are we gonna inform everybody to you know not be in the park? Or, or, you know, to hunker down indoors if something was going to come in very quickly. I think that was the only time that something like that. Usually, you know, we're very good. Like, you know, we schedule meetings around the holidays. Um, people are very understanding, you know, during Ramadan. If I can do something, I can't do something. Um, and, you know, I think it, it doesn't come up that much, I, I would say. So, you know, balancing our public life within our religious life um, is something that just comes natural to us, I think. Um, yeah, I would say that that uh, it never it doesn't come up that much. I would also say that that's a blessing being able to have that kind of level of understanding. I mean, it, frankly, it should serve as a paradigm for other situations and other communities. You're listening to that's live here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm joined by the mayor of Teaneck, as I joked before, the mayor of the Jewish people, Mayor Hamadudin, who's joining me again from somewhere in Teaneck, I am sure, in the middle of some meeting. Um, I can't imagine that you have too much time to, to come up for air, so I truly appreciate the time that you're giving us this morning. I wonder if you could tell me for a second what started you in politics in the first place. I mean, it takes a, it takes a certain kind of commitment, and certainly I would say patriotism, in order to dedicate yourself to public life, it's a whole nother level to have entered your fourth term as mayor. So I, I wonder if you could just take a step back and say, I mean, is this something you wanted to do as a kid? No, honestly, it was, uh, I call myself the accidental mayor. <laughs> um, you know, at the time, it, you know, you were talking about 2006 when Ellie first became mayor. And at that time, uh, um, a friend of mine, Adam Gusson, was running for council. Um, and he was like, you know, there was two other Muslims who were running at that time. And uh, he asked me, well, what are the issues for the Muslim community? And I said, you know, it, there's really not a lot about taxes and things that, you know, that, that are real core issues. But 
for some reason, you know, we're having a problem expanding our mosque. Whenever there's a problem to expand, or you know, when we put on our application, something always ends up happening, and it just doesn't seem like, um, you know, like we're getting a fair shake. So Adam got elected, and then you know he came back, and they wanted to put me on the planning board, and I said, I don't want to do this. I want you to do this. And they both looked at me. You know, they both knew who I was, and you know, they, I, I guess they saw more in me than I see in myself sometimes. Mm. Um, and they said, no, you know, you have this opportunity now to uh, learn the process and make people's lives better and solve problems. And that's why we're getting into this and we need your help. So at that point, like anything else, when your friends are asking you to do something, you have to do it. And then once I got onto the planning board, um, you know, I quickly I was the second alternate, but um, people didn't show up to meetings. So I would end up voting. And what ended up people seeing was I was able to make decisions and I was true to my convictions and I was just trying to help the people who were the applicants and, you know, you know, um, uh, what do you call that? Be true to what TNEC is about uh, on the planning board. And I wasn't afraid to speak my mind. And then Ellie asked me to run for council in 2008 and then I won. And then the same kind of work ethic I brought to the council and they wanted me to be mayor in 2010 and then 2012 and then 2014 and 2016. So, you know, it, it was something that I think, you know, helping people is such a, a privilege. You know, I'm a, you know, all of us being able to serve on the council is a very, very big privilege, uh, an honor, and most of all, a responsibility because people are counting on us to make their lives better, uh, as well as maintain the, the, the town and the level of services and making sure their tax dollars are spent wisely. And, you know, we've had five budgets in a row with zero percent. We created a surplus. We've done $500 million worth of development without any um, pilot programs. I mean, we're very, very well-run town. We haven't had any employee lawsuits in 10 years. When I first got on the council, they had to settle a case. They Actually, we had a verdict against us for $4.7 million um, for an employee retaliation case. And, you know, that's $4.7 million of taxpayer money that, Nobody benefits from the employee got the benefit from it, and all the taxpayer paid for bad management. Mm. And we cleaned all of this up over over the decade, uh, uh, over a decade. Uh, we've really turned it up, and we have some bold uh, initiatives going forward. And we just want to keep moving TNEC forward in a very difficult financial climate, as well as a very difficult political climate. Right. Um, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of understanding and a lot of empathy. But it makes us better person. But more importantly, I think we, we just enjoy doing it. Uh, and that makes it that much easier. I think they always say, you know, uh, find what you, you know, find something that you love and then you'll figure out a way to get paid to do it. Right. I mean, we don't get paid to do it <laughs> much. You know, we get a little stipend, but uh, it's not the it's not the reason why we do it. I think we just believe in public service, believe in being pu- good public service and, you know, uh, helping people. Right. You're not in it for the money. You're in it for for the service, and and that certain yeah. that certainly speaks true. There's um there's something to your entire story and your your story of your parents being immigrants here from India that that makes you an American success story. Do do you see that? Do you do you feel like you fill that role that the child of immigrants has been elected to to <clears throat> political office for the fourth term? A coming from an Indian Muslim family. I mean, do you do you appreciate your American success story? Not yet. You know, it's funny. Uh, I don't think I've ever been able to reflect on Like, I was just in, in Washington, D.C., uh, and I was giving a, a, an appeal ask uh, for an organization that I sit on the um, their advisory board called Muslim Advocates. 
And it was, you know, it's a civil rights organization. We work with the NAACP, the ADL, everybody just fighting racism and bigotry and making sure that uh, people get uh, justice through the legal system. So, you know, when they introduced me, you know, now I say, you know, it's, you know, it's like kind of chic to be Muslim. Like everybody comes up to you, you know, and and uh, wants to, you know, say, hey, you know, we appreciate you. But, you know, post 9-11, it wasn't like that. Right. And I think that that was one of the reasons also that I think that my ties to the Jewish community was strengthened because in Kedak at that time, like, you know, we had four members of the Orthodox community who were on the council and people were making a lot of statements that didn't make any sense because these four Orthodox council members couldn't be more different than each other, right? Like, and that's the problem. I think that people try to put us in these um, these little baskets. Like, I'm so much more than my religion. Elias uh, part of the Jewish community, but he's more than than that. And the people, each one is an individual, uh, and we have different thoughts. And each, even in our synagogue, I mean, in our, and I say our synagogues, our synagogues feel <laughs> like, you know, there's differences, right? There's, that's why we have so, so many. And people don't understand, like, you know, that, you know, there's a difference between Rina, Benayashur, and Romer, uh, Ketchator. I mean, you know, all of these different synagogues that we have. And it's the same thing that goes true to the Muslim community. But I've never reflected, at, the reason I'm digressing, but, I was at that uh, that I was giving the appeal, and when they introduced me, you know, they were talking about ten years ago when I was first elected and what a story it was, and I never really thought about it. You just kind of keep doing the work and you know just trying to help people, and you never look at your uh, historical certificate uh, significance. Or you know, one of the things I say is, is like, you know, I, I really don't take myself that I'm just a regular person trying to do well, right? I don't walk into a room and be like, oh, I'm the mayor, I need this protocol or that. You know, people see me at the grocery store, they'll see me raking my leaves, they'll see me, you know, cheering for my son at the baseball games. Uh, and just like everybody else, I'm just trying to live my life and give back to the community and the community that's blessed me with so much and so many different opportunities. There... So, no, sorry. Yeah, it's funny, it's like uh, when people talk about that and they talk about, oh, you should move up for office and all of these other things, and I'm just like, you know, I have a list of things that I just need to get done for my constituents. You know, that's my focus. I don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I have to go to this fundraiser or I have to do fundraiser or I have to get this message out or this media thing. Or, you know, it's, 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 um, it's fulfilling to be able to know your neighbors and consider your neighbors as friends. You know, I, m- I met you once. Um, that's a great answer, by the way. But I, I, I met you once. Uh, we were all visiting at the same time a friend of ours who was undergoing a particular treatment um, in a in a medical facility, and I remember striking up a conversation with you about similarities between the Jewish community and the Muslim community. And I said something about shul politics, and you said, "Oh, there's no politics like mosque politics." And I yeah. almost fell off my chair laughing because it's just that that again the 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 things that you know that we have in common have the opportunity to unite us and, and we can share similar situations, et cetera. And, and we let other things get in the way, but it was, to me, it was such a great comment. Um, and, and you obviously living in the political life that you do, you know what you're talking about when you say, forget what goes on in Teaneck politics, you should just sit, yeah. you know, religious. Yeah. Politics. It's just, it was a it was a it was a great funny comment. I, I know we're running out of time, both in terms of the amount of time I've taken with you, and again, I appreciate all the time that you've given us. I, I wonder if this is going to sound like a strange question, but do you have a favorite Jewish holiday? I mean, is Hanukkah it for you, or or is there another Jewish holiday that really speaks to you? 
Well, I mean, from a spiritual standpoint, I, I really, I have, of course, Yom Kippur, right. because it reminds me a lot of Ramadan. Mm. It's exactly like, you know, like the whole high holy days, you know, you work to build up to Yom Kippur, right? And it's funny because it's the same thing as Ramadan, where, you know, it's like you start the first 10 days and then the second 10 days and the last 10 days are the really like, you know, okay, get it in, you know? Um, and that's from the spiritual standpoint of it. Um, the one that I really like the most from a social standpoint is Sukkot. Right, uh, you know, we always, it's, it's, it's nice to see all um, everybody outside eating. You know, people going from here to there, passing food over back and forth, and going to people's houses. That's the the social one that I like the best. That's great. That's absolutely great, uh, Mr. Mayor. I, I truly thank you very much. I wish you a happy Hanukkah, and on behalf and on behalf of the Jewish people, I mean, even though I'm not one of your constituents, I truly admire all of your work. And it doesn't oh, thank you. It doesn't make we me want to live in for sales. We have great kosher <laughs> restaurants. Yeah. Anytime it... you want a tour, please come down. I will. I will personally take you anywhere you want, and you know we can go through. I'll introduce you to the rabbis too. You can figure out which one you know which one suits you. Well, we'd love to have you move here. I appreciate that, my brother who lives on Rutland, I think would actually fall off of his chair if I ever told him I was looking for a house in Teaneck. But, <laughs> but, um, but I truly appreciate your time. I wish you a happy Hanukkah and continued good work on behalf of Thank all people. All, everybody listening, please have a happy Hanukkah. Have a safe and happy, healthy new year. Thank you. You too. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. My pleasure. Bye-bye. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. The afternoon continues with the full afternoon of programming, including Throwback Thursday. Well, I should say including the live lunch. Live lunch starts in just a few moments here at 11 o'clock again with the big Hanukkah reveal. Nachum, Yoni, and I going through, first of all, the Sufganiyot that we ate yesterday. We'll do a quick review. I can only imagine what is in Yoni's white shopping bag on his desk. We'll find that out as well. And also the big Hanukkah gift giving session i guess you could call it that we're looking forward to nahum's um reaction response i don't know you won't be able to see his body language but we will hopefully it'll all be good and then the afternoon continues with a full afternoon programming including throwback thursday at 1 p.m encore of jm rewind at 4 p.m and of course the erev shabbat show i am I am told, with a Hanukkah tribute, a Shabbos Hanukkah tribute, hosted by Mark Zomik and brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Tomorrow morning, join Nachum as he hosts JM and the AM from 6 to 9 a.m. And at the conclusion of JM and the AM, join Naomi, table for two, starting at 9, and then stay tuned as you enjoy the Kedem Erev Shabbos show encore. That follows table for two, and then the Erev Shabbos music mix continues up until candlelighting. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this month's Shabbos starting at 9. Matzah hosts JM Sunday starting at 7 a.m. We're going to close today with Hanukkah, a Jewish African parody, because I love Toto's Africa. And that's what Sheer Soul Acapella did here. So enjoy it very, very much. A happy Hanukkah to all. Chag Urim Sameach. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. So now it's time to start brainstorming song ideas for our new Hanukkah video. Yisrael, I'm Yisrael. I'll write some lyrics, make sure they rhyme. We could do a magic theme like they do on those TV shows. Spin it, spin it round and round. Heard this great song the other day. It's got this crazy rhythm. The band's Toto. It's called Africa. Jen, 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 jen,
I just saw Stomp on Broadway. Corey Weir and Acapella Group. What are we gonna do this year for Hanukkah? I'm glad Corey stops her tour in Africa. I'll use this candle for my magic trick. It's gonna take some time to do, but what about our Song. Yeah, 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 but the Maswabadua. I'm just saying, Toto's Africa is so much better than this dump. Okay, that first trick was a buzz. Wait until you see this next one. I've been keeping up my scene. I've been practicing on the bus, laying down new rhythms that can stand up to the max beats. I think this wig rings out my eye. Oh. All right, guys, I've had it about enough. Oh. Do you have any good ideas for Hanukkah? Oh. I'm magic, Corey stops, and now Bezos, Africa. I'll use the straddle for my magic trick. It's gonna take some time to do, but it's worth it in the